This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Before we get started with this podcast today, I wanted to preface just a few things. First of all, the subject matter of this podcast is very serious, but I wanted to handle the subject matter in a very playful and open and free way. I realize that to some people that may actually come across as distasteful. So what I want to do is simply ask you if you would like to listen to this podcast episode to listen with an open heart and an open mind, understanding and and knowing that I love and care about you and all people and that there are things that I can't understand because I have been raised in a particular way and because I am white and I am a male living in the dominant culture. But I feel that if we constantly shrink away from discussing difficult topics, if nobody is willing to discuss racial tensions in our country and how that might actually apply to our betterment as a species, then things are not going to change. And so I would just ask that you would extend some extra grace to me and uh, some some love and even your own attention in listening to the message today. What I know is that once we become triggered, we stop listening. And I realize that some of the material in today's podcast might be triggering for many people and for many valid reasons. So if you do feel yourself becoming very angry or upset with the content, please know that first of all, that is not my intent and that I did wrestle with whether or not to put this podcast out into the world, uh, knowing that some people are going to be, um, again, potentially upset or that some strong emotions are going to be stirred up with, with some people. I would say, you know, if, if racial um, is- issues are something that is very um, triggering for you, if, if you've, you know, suffered a lot of persecution as a minority, this may not be a podcast that would benefit you on your journey. Um, but I invite everyone to listen and to partake of this message. And if you're able to receive it, I know that it's been very helpful in my life, and I strongly believe that it can actually lead to the reconciliation of some of those, you know, racial disturbances and tensions once we embrace this type of message. So with all of that being said, um, I'll go ahead and turn it over um, for our podcast today. And yet again, I just thank you so much for your understanding and your grace as I share a message that um, is is very serious, but again, is being shared in an upbeat and positive and playful way. So thank you all for your grace in advance. If you tuned in yesterday for the podcast, I began talking a little bit about privilege, and I realized in the middle of that podcast, which is all about perceptions and and how we perceive the universe, whether it's this reluctant lover that we have to push around and, and extract every drop from in order to survive, or whether the universe is an abundant and wonderful place to live, in the midst of that podcast, which I strongly encourage you to check out if you haven't yet, I started talking a little bit about privilege, and um, I've never been 
shy in terms of jumping into some serious issues. And so, you know, white privilege is something that, uh, you know, is it's something a lot of people are talking about. And so um, I'd like to address this topic with hopefully grace and love and understanding and, you know, open-mindedness as, as well, because there's just so much I don't know. But this has been something that um, for quite some time now has just been on my mind. I've been trying to understand it. And so I want to start off today um, by giving the definition of privilege and then specifically defining white privilege. Um, and by the way, I am a white <laughs> Caucasian male. And the reason it got brought up on the podcast yesterday was that you know, some people say, Cody, the stuff that you spout on here about positivity and about, you know, perceptions and how you view the world, success, it sounds all well and good, but, you know, you are privileged. And, and, and so you can't possibly understand or speak to those who have experienced serious disadvantage in their life. So it's with that in mind that I'll give you the definition of privilege and then um, we'll talk about white privilege specifically. A privilege is, according to Google, a special right, advantage, or immunity granted or available only to a particular person or group. So that is a privilege, okay? What is white privilege? I started off in um, yesterday's podcast. I think it's best for us to just start out by defining what white privilege is not. White privilege doesn't say that white people never struggle or have no disadvantages in their life. But the researcher who actually coined the term says that white privilege simply means that there are certain things that white people do not have to think about or consider on a regular, typically daily basis that other minority groups do have to consider. Okay, so due to this white privilege, we are immune from, going back to the definition of privilege, we are immune from having to worry about or think about or consider um, certain things that other groups, and here we're talking ethnically, racially, um, have to consider. So what I'd gotten into yesterday, I think is a bit controversial, is that, first of all, I believe white privilege absolutely exists. I, I agree with that, the statement that there are things that I don't have to think about that certain other people do. I'll tell a quick story. Um, there was a guy uh, several years ago who, um, he was from our church and he was helping us put in a, a shower in our, um, in our bathroom. And the church was doing it as, as a blessing to us. It was amazing. We had just taken on a, a foster daughter and we didn't, we had a stand up shower. We didn't have a bathtub shower. And so we were putting in a bathtub shower because she was three and a half years old and, you know, showering is not quite a thing yet. So this guy, he's African American. He was working with an older gentleman in our church who was white, Caucasian. And um, they were coming over to our house and I told them we had a key outside, you know, and they could just step on in. So when they stepped in, what I had forgotten uh, was that the alarm was set and I hadn't given them the passcode or anything. So, you know, when you step into the house and the alarm is set, even if you have a key, you step in, it's like beep, you know, because it wants you to, it gives you like 60, 30 seconds, something to put in your passcode, right? So I hadn't given them the code to the alarm and I didn't see their text message or their call in time. And so because they didn't have the code, guess what? the alarm started going off. And when the alarm goes off, what do they do? They dispatch the police, right? And um, so anyway, I was talking 
with these two gentlemen about this. And um, uh, the African-American guy, he's about my age, he said, I was scared. And he said, I let this other guy, let the older gentleman who was white, go out and speak to the police officer who rolled up and said, hey, everything okay, right? This is the middle of the day, by the way, you know? <laughs> so it'd be a weird time to break into a house. Not that it doesn't happen. But I, it really threw my brain because I was like, wait, to this African-American guy, you were legitimately afraid to go outside? And he's like, yeah, because I feel that the police officer would see a house, right, with an alarm going off, and he would then see a black guy coming out of it, and it wouldn't necessarily look good. So that was, you know, something where I said, wow, that's something I would never think about. But it is something that, unfortunately, here in the United States, a lot of black people, or again, other racial minorities as well, Hispanics uh, and Asians and so on, uh, these, you know, racial minorities, they have these things that they have to think about and they have to consider that I don't. So I just want to say on the front end, um, you know, I, I had been... Um, you know, looking into this as people were talking about white privilege, and I'm like, I'm not so sure that I believe that white privilege is a real thing. But I just want to, to say and to sort of, you know, I, I've settled in to absolutely believing that white privilege is a real legitimate thing in this definition, that there are many things that other racial minorities here in the United States that they have to think about or are concerned with on a, on a regular, typically daily basis that I, I don't have to think about, that I'm not used to thinking about. So I certainly think that's true. Now, all of that being said, and I realize it's quite a preface, but it's such a big topic, you know, people get so upset. So I, I hope you hear my heart on this. I hope you know where I'm, I'm coming from. That's certainly true. My take on this is that while white privilege is a real thing, and it may serve some purpose in that we begin to understand, uh, certainly as you know, Caucasians, we begin to understand the struggles that racial minorities have gone through in, in the United States, which are just, they are severe and they are egregious. Some of the challenges and the tribulations and the things that racial minorities have gone through here in our country. Let me say that as well. I mean, just absolutely shocking. But here, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, okay, and, and just let the chips fall. The truth is, we all have a certain set of advantages and disadvantages in life. Everyone is privileged. So, to think that a black person is not privileged, or doesn't have certain privileges, just because they are black, that's, com that's just complete and utter nonsense. Remember that privilege means a special right advantage or immunity granted or only available to a particular person or group. Okay. We see this in ways that are large, ways that are small. Okay. Um, <laughs> there are little advantages and privileges that we all have. Okay. Um, there are social privileges, there are physical privileges, and you know, I can't cover all of them here in the podcast because they're endless, but let me just give you an example. I was born with a connective tissue disorder called Marfan syndrome, okay? So there are certain things that, 
certain things that I maybe have to think about in terms of my heart health that other people don't have to think about. I have to be very mindful when I walk through a metal detector um, because usually I'm going to trigger that metal detector because I have a pacemaker and I have an artificial heart valve. And so I have to carry a card with me and uh, I have to be prepared for that metal detector to go off and for the security guard to look at me weird because you see not very many young people have a pacemaker. So when the, you know, when it goes off, their first thought is, oh, he forgot to take something out of his pocket or this or that. Then when I tell them, oh, well, I have a pacemaker and I have a card for it. They sometimes give me this skeptical look because I'm so young and pacemakers are typically implanted in, in folks who are older. So I remember one time I was going through the airport. I was really, I was about 15, 16, I think. And uh, I was going through the airport and even worse, we were flying to Canada. And so I wasn't even in the United States or maybe I was, we were getting ready to cross over the border or whatever. I just remember feeling really intimidated. I went through the, the metal detector and sure enough, it goes off. And I get this look from the security guard. You know, he's kind of, I don't know what's going on. And I told him, I said, I have a pacemaker. And he was kind of skeptical and I showed him the card. And then I had to get a pat down. I had to go over to the wall and spread my legs and like in front of everybody. It was so uncomfortable, guys. And, uh, you know, my wife can tell you for a long time, I just didn't want to fly anywhere because I didn't want to have to deal with the possibility of a pat down. And if you've ever had something like that happen to you, let me tell you, it's not a very private thing. It's like, um, we need a pat down over here. It's security lane three. I mean, everybody's looking at you. They're thinking that you're the next shoe bomber. You know, they don't know what's going on, right? So I'm having a little bit of fun there, but but in all seriousness, you know, my, my heart rate gets up, adrenaline is pumping, I'm sweating. It's not a pleasant experience, um, you know, and, and so anyway, of course, you know, I had the pat down and they're able to look at my card and see that I have a pacemaker and all this and that, and they finally are like, okay, you can go, you know. But that is something that I have to deal with that most people don't. So you all who are listening here, if you don't have a pacemaker, you are privileged. And this is the thing. I, I say that in an accusatory tone because that's how people normally say it. You're so privileged. You don't even know it. But I'm teasing. I'm messing with you because here's the deal. Of course you're privileged. And so am I. <laughs> right? So do you get what I mean by privilege? You are immune Okay, in most cases, unless you like forget to take something out of your pocket, you're immune from having that metal detector go off, having everybody look at you, having this horribly uncomfortable situation with police officers, security officers, TSA, whatever, who are now having to pat you down, which is very intrusive, by the way, okay, to have people patting all over your body. It's not really something that's fun. You all are privileged in that you don't have to deal with that. Isn't that true? Okay. So do you see what I'm, where I'm coming from when I say that yes, white privilege is a real thing, but privilege is the thing to focus on. We're all, we all have certain privileges. We have certain advantages and disadvantages in our life, okay? We all have things that we can do more easily, and we have certain things that we are unable to do or we, we can only do with, with uh, uh, quite a bit of, of struggle if we really want to. Um, you know, my wife right now, we're in the middle of growing our family, okay? I am privileged in that I don't have to deal with everything my wife is having to deal with with pregnancy. 
Pregnancy is a whole big deal, y'all, and I'm privileged in that I am immune. I don't know what it's like to have another human life growing inside me, taking, you know, nutrition, nutrients. You know, my wife has to eat like every few, you know, like every hour, every two hours, you know, or she feels, you know, kind of faint. I don't know what it's like to have an expanding uterus and, a, you know, a child inside me. I don't know what it's like to push out a child and have my hips literally become displaced through this event. Y'all, I am privileged. I don't know what that's like, okay? But, you know, in the same way, we all have those different privileges. Isn't it true? And let's go back a little bit to, to race. Because with race, a lot of times people focus on the social privileges. And it is certainly true that in the United States, those who are Anglo or Caucasian or white, we have privilege because we're a part of the dominant culture. Although I will say that is changing in our country. And I think that's for the better. I like that our country is becoming more racially diverse. I think that's a very good thing. But you know, it is certainly true, um, racially, you know, socially, that, uh, you know, white people experience more advantages and less disadvantages. That is certainly true. But if we look at race in terms of the, the physical nature of it, I mean... <laughs> I watched this silly movie on Netflix. I don't recommend you you see it. I don't, it was absolutely horrible. I'm not even going to give you the name. It was that bad. Some of y'all will know the movie I'm talking about. But I watched it on Netflix, and um, there's this scene toward the end where they're showing the first African-American basketball team that's playing against a, a, a white basketball team. And it's making fun of the fact that, you know... Potentially, these African Americans were nervous about competing against these Caucasian, you know, basketball players. Of course, what do we know today? That African Americans are great basketball players, okay? And that's not a stereotype, y'all. I'm just saying, like, look around. I mean, I'm not, I'm just spitting facts here, okay? And that's what the movie was laughing at. It was laughing at the fact that the coach was saying, you guys got this, <laughs> right? It was like, you're black. You can play basketball better than these white boys out here, right? And it was, it was poking fun at it. It was laughing about it. That's a little thing. And again, I'm just, you know, I'm just having a little bit of fun with you there. If you, you know, if you can't laugh in life, you know, ease up a little bit. Have a little bit of fun here. Uh, you know, don't, don't take things um, too seriously, okay? There are a lot of serious issues surrounding race, a ton of racial tension in, in our nation, in our country, and around the world. And those are real things, okay? So there's a time and a place for that. But, um, you know, th the fact of the matter is, okay, uh, black people don't know what it's like to have a horrible sunburn. <laughs> I mean, again, you see, I'm just teasing here, but, but what is that? They're, they're essentially immune to sunburns. Um, they can get skin cancer, by the way. A lot of people think, uh, you know, folks with a lot of melanin, dark skin can't get skin cancer. It's not true. Um, they can, uh, and they still need to be, you know, they need to take care of their skin in the sun. But in terms of, I mean, you've never seen this red lobster blistered body that I've had to endure, that my wife has had to endure, that anybody with light colored skin has had to endure. So black people are immune from that. We might call that physical black privilege okay I understand you know I, I could say a lot more here but uh, I kind of feel like um, that's probably not best okay I've said what I wanted to say on here and I hope you've heard my heart that it's being shared in a spirit of love and understanding um, we all have privileges 
Uh, we all have advantages and disadvantages. To focus merely on one or the other and to point the finger at this person and to say, well, you have privilege, is to ignore the fact that, as my mom used to say, three fingers are pointing back at you when you point at somebody else. You have privilege as well. And that's really all I want to get at today on the podcast. If you can embrace this, if you can receive it, if you're at a place in your journey in life that you can you can take this in, then fantastic. And if not, you know, maybe you heard this message today and you got really upset. I promise you that was not my intent. Um, you know, I hope you hear again my heart and the spirit of love and understanding that I want to, to foster. Uh, the understanding of white privilege serves a purpose in our culture because there are a lot of white people and I'm, I'm lumped in there to a certain extent, who are just ignorant. Uh, we just don't know what it is, what it is like to be a, a racial or ethnic or even religious minority living in this country. It's definitely true. But let's not lose sight of the fact that we all have certain privileges. And if we just go around trying to figure out who has the most privilege and feeling jaded in life because they have more privilege than I do, so they'll never understand me, I don't think it's going to serve you well. I'm just going to be honest with you. And so I would love to hear what you think about this message today. Um, I hope that you would respond in love and with understanding. And if you think I've gone wrong somewhere, please feel free to let me know. Um, but, you know, these these are my thoughts and this is what I've come to after um, many months of serious reflection on the issue of privilege and, and, and uh, white privilege specifically, but privilege as a whole. And so I'd love to hear your thoughts and know what you think. And I hope you are okay with me diving into kind of a controversial area today. Um, I try not to do that a lot because it can be distracting. And once people get triggered and their emotions, you know, get all mixed up and they become angry. They're not able to hear. We're not able to foster discussion and understanding. And uh, and I don't want to do that. I'm not trying to incite people here on this podcast, make them feel bad, make them feel yucky or angry or anything like that. So thank you so much for listening. As you know, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. I hope you got something from the message today, some food for thought. I hope you were stirred up and that it maybe gave you a new perspective. And again, I'd love to hear your feedback. I'm Cody Ray Miller. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thanks again for listening.